welcome to the Motorsport Coaching Podcast, sponsored by Motivate Training and Management. This is a podcast where we talk to drivers and industry experts to help you maximize your performances on and off the track. Let's get started with today's show. Hey guys, welcome to episode 44 of the Motorsport Coaching Podcast. I am your host, Belinda Risley, and today I am joined by Oliver Myers. He's the owner and performance coach at EuroOz um, Performance based out of Sydney Motorsport Park. He's a previous multiple British champion and European race driver, now performance coach, providing holistic approach to driver preparation and development for all forms of motorsport. Guys, if you're ever thinking of getting a driver coach or you don't know the benefits of having a driver coach, I think you're really going to enjoy today's episode. We'll also hear about the benefits of having a sim trainer, but also what kind of data that he can get from his specific sim. Um, so again, grab your pan, grab your coffee, or if you're listening, um, don't forget if you wanted to um, listen to these episodes quite quickly, you can increase the speed to 1.5 or to 2, and um, it will bring that 30-minute show down to around about 15 minutes. Once again, guys, we'll welcome Oliver. Well, welcome to the show, Ollie. Thank you very much. Thank you for having me. Hi, guys. Now, tell us a little bit about you and how did you get started in motorsport? Yeah, no. So, I mean, I've been racing. I'm a big background in uh, motorsport. I've been racing since I was uh, 10, 11 years of age. Actually, um, took a different path into racing compared to others. It was because my dad had a uh, he had an operation on his knee, and instead of going on a ski holiday, uh, he turned around and said, uh, "How about we buy you a go kart?" And uh, unfortunately, that was a bit of a financial mistake. But <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, you know, and to be fair, just snowboard from there. We took the cart to a local car park, then we found a, a little um, track to race on, and you know, and it just escalates from there. We wanted club championship there, then we are on to racing nationally, um, and then obviously uh, racing European as well. So in the meeting that time, we picked up two British uh, Open Championships, um, podiums around Europe in the kart racing scene, and uh, yeah, just escalated. I think everyone's story starts small and ends up, you know, just getting more and more involved in the, in the process, and uh, yeah, just snowballed from there, really, in terms of getting into the sports scene. Yeah, so obviously you're not born in Australia, so tell us where were you born and, yeah, and, and a bit of a family history. Of course, yeah, so I'm from the UK, I'm from a place called Leeds, which is northern England, um, and yeah, so I mean, I grew up, uh, I moved over to Australia when I was um, when I was 19, so quite young, um, it was all through the racing, but they all came around, so um, a bit about my background with the racing is... Um, Due to our sponsorship and budget restrictions, meant that we couldn't carry on racing through and through into the car scene. Uh, the car, car scene was fairly limited, budget restrictions, and actually had a sponsor uh, fail on me. And so it meant that I stepped into the coaching world quite young. And that took me all around Europe doing the coaching um, into the Middle East, into Dubai, and, and, and around there. And then um, contacts and networking and everything meant that. I you know, opportunities came up on this side of the world in Australia. And originally, I just came out here for six weeks in 2013 and 14 over the Christmas period um, for a little bit of work around Sydney and went down to uh, Melbourne. And uh, yeah, I just, I loved it to be fair. You know, <laughs> Why wouldn't you? Summer, yeah. <laughs> exactly. 
Yeah, that's that right. Was I mean, yeah, yeah, middle of summer in Australia, so it was fantastic. We loved it, and um, you know, I, I kind of came away from that. Saying, I've got to, I've got to stay there. Really, you know, I've got to, look, you know, I love it there. The mood sports scene was fantastic, um, and the way that I kind of described it to a lot of people back home when I went back was it was very organic. You know, so it, in the UK, there was very kind of uh, sense of you know teams driving the prices up, and it was all becoming very kind of. I don't know, not prima donna in a way, but it's just becoming very, you know, a lot of people in it just for the, whereas over here it was, let's go racing, let's have some fun and let's try and be the best we possibly can be. And that's what I loved about it. Um, so I said, I've got to come back and I want to be involved in it over this world. And, uh, and you know, a year later, I came out on the one-way flight when I was, yeah, 19. And um, I've not really been back since. <laughs> oh, really? And now your family here or just yourself? So it's just me. Um, my girlfriend live over here. Uh, she's from England as well, but uh, actually got family visiting me at the moment. But um, yeah, no, it's uh, just me. Um, I have been back to the UK quite a few times actually to to visit. Yeah. Um, but other than that, you know, I've, I've not um, gone back there to settle. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? As I said, the summers are great in Australia, so you might as well stay. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Ollie, you mentioned you started driver coaching around about when you're 19. Mm-hmm. Um, what does a driver coach do, or what services do you provide? So to start off with, uh, with the coaching, it was all one-to-one at the race circuit and um, it was heavily involved with one driver, with the race team going through all the data, you know, studying the driver on track, his performances, his racing, racecraft, all that kind of stuff. Um, though for me, doing what I'm doing now, if I fast forward to um, with the driver performance thing, you know, covering a holistic approach to driver performance of all the off-track preparation, um, Going back to when I first moved over here, one of the big things I saw over here was that there wasn't anywhere where a driver could go to to you know focus on their fitness, their um, simulator work, or you know off track preparation. It's all as one. You know, there's lots of different companies around everywhere doing lots of different things. Yeah. There's nowhere that does it all. Um, and when I was um, when I was racing, I relied heavily on the off-track preparation so as a coach going through, you know when I started coaching I really wanted to focus of course you know being at the track with the driver uh, and going through the process of that but then also taking it back into you know your race weekend finishes on the Sunday but then also the Monday Tuesday Wednesday working with that driver away from the circuit to make them the best possible driver that they can be because that's actually where the bulk of the work is done when they perform when come to race that's when they've just got to do their little bit but when the preparation, the loading of the driver all becomes, you know, when they're not at the circuit. Um, so me as a coach, when I started young, I, I really wanted to focus on, you know, what the driver does away from there and where we can get the most amount of gains. So then when we go to the space circuit, we can arrive prepared and ha- have a lot of confidence that we're going to be the best we possibly can be. Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. I've got a bit of a tickle in my throat today. Um, <laughs> So with the um, driver training, I know in the UK um, there's a lots of training on offer to become driver coaches and become uh, specialised fitness trainers. Have you undergone um, any of those specific training processes or purely are you a driver coach through your experience and passion? Um, <laughs> I love a lot of that. I absolutely love the most sport. It's one of those drugs that you know you can't get enough of. Almost, it's uh, <laughs> you've got to have your, your dose of motorsport. That's for sure. Um, 
But yeah, no, I, I have been through. So when I was uh, racing in the UK, I was actually selected um, onto the MSA Academy, which is I think the equivalent to the CAMS um, Academy over here. And throughout that process, we did go through um, an advanced apprenticeship in sporting excellence, uh, which is a qualification for that covers your coaching, your nutrition, your fitness, and you know, it gives you a, it's an internationally recognised award um, that you know qualifies you as a coach um so yeah i have got that to my belt you know um in terms of the coaching and all that kind of stuff the qualification um and then obviously we've got the other qualifications i focused on when i was racing i've got a qualification mechanical engineering and all your your other stuff um but yeah so that's that's the uh, coaching and what part do you love most about coaching i think the biggest thing for me um is seeing seeing the development of a driver over time. So not just working with a driver for one, you know, one short time, you know, a couple of weeks and, you know, then doing all right. I think the biggest thing for me is when you really get that relationship with the driver and the coach and you build it over time because that's when you see the biggest amount of growth. And I've got a driver, for example, um, Joshua Carr, who's in Formula 4 in the USA. Uh, he just moved out of carts at the beginning of last season and we underwent a very very intense training and development program for his transition from karts into car racing on the simulator in the gym and also just you know his, his mental and lifestyle approach to his transition and you know going into the, the, the season which you know former four years say has you know last year 36 cars on the grid is a very tough championship the drivers from all around the world and he's since that in round three or four he had his first win of the season um, and for the championship just seeing that growth with you know that's a prime example where you see the driver you know go from you know fair play to the kid is already a very talented driver you're not taking anything away from them but it is very difficult to go your know, first season of cars racing at such a you know demanding championship um just you know to have the results and success that he had and you know we, we we're convinced that the plan you know the preparation place was uh paid off and paid dividends um so it's that kind of things that really do for me think you know what this, this is good i like this i love this you know uh so that's that that's 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 what makes it um enjoyable and yeah excuse me um and so ollie when do you think um a motorsport competitor should engage in a driver coach is it early on like at during karting or um, during Excel season, when do you think is the best time? Or is there a preferred time? Or this, I mean, I don't believe there's any particular time. You know, of course, everyone's going to think I'm biased. You know, come straight away. You know. <laughs> 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 but no, I mean, listen. As a driver, we work with people from, uh, you know, from people moving kart racing uh, all the way up to uh, you know, gentlemen drivers. You know, racing the GT scene. It's anyone can inject the edge at any time. Um, I think the most important is the younger drivers um, moving out of kart racing into racing. We spend a lot of time with the transition process. You know, putting on the simulator, learning about weight transfer, the suspension, the gears, just things have not had. To, not had to use or think about, um, you know, brake techniques, brake pressure, and all those kind of things that you can run through and view the data on our simulator. Um, that that's really um, that just takes away so much time at the track. You know, if they can skip through all those steps here, 
um, in a risk-free environment and obviously a fraction of the price to going and spending days at the race circuit. Um, I think that's when you get a you know, really good benefit for the driver. Um, but in terms of engaging the services, it can really come at any time. Um, I mean, I, I think this time is at the beginning of the season, so you can really prepare yourself for the rest of your season. But you know, if you're if you're listening to this now and you, you think you've got a race coming in three weeks' time, you know, you've never been to the circuit before, you want to familiarise yourself with the circuit, even if it's a circuit you've been to lots of different times, or you're driving a different car that you're used to driving. You know, we can put it on the simulator, we can you know tune in for that. Um, you know, and that's how we work. So, Ollie, for the layman, um, explain to us what is a simulator and what are the benefits of, of um, being in a simulator? Yeah, of course. Um, so, the simulator that we, um, we use uh, is a professional race simulator worth over $100,000. Um, and it's the accuracy that we get out of the simulator with the tracks and uh, all our cars are made in-house and um, you know, the accuracy taken from all the data, the physics, the geometry, um, real, you know, engine, dyno, readouts, and all the power outputs and everything are then put into the program and we're editing it and updating it continuously so the driver gets the best feel from the car. All our tracks, we like to keep as up to date as possible with all our circuits um, around Australia. And so the driver, you know, when they come to use our simulator, there is a difference between a simulator um, that you have at home, your front room. Um, you're not taking anything away from the sim races at all. Um, but then when you come to this, you know, it's, it's, it's a different kettle of fish, um, to be honest. Um, you know, because we can really extract the data out of it. We can really, you know, optimize everything so the driver can really feel everything through the wheel. Um, you know, the, the feedback they get through the wheel is, is second to none. And the brake pressure, the drivers can simulate real brake pressure that they would in the, in the in a car, for example, Formula 4 is uh, notoriously known for having ridiculously high amounts of brake pressure up to 130 bar, if not more sometimes. You know, they can simulate that in the in the simulator, you know, they can put a lot of force through that pedal uh, and really feel, um, you know, look and perfect their braking shape on the data and really run through that. So there is a difference between that. So the simulator that we use um, actually do Everything from the simulator room from the UK, um, so it's, it is um, the same standard as used by you know professional race outfits and teams. And, and actually, to be honest, a couple of Formula One teams. Um, so it is uh, pretty special, and um, yeah, so it really does help for the driver to be able to get onto something and drive this like they would their car. Um, a lot of drivers tend to come in, you know, especially if they do a lot of sim racing at home and stuff. Um, and there are, there are differences, there are differences. And if you come and drive it like that, A, you're not going to get the most out of your session because we're here to focus on what actually happens best out in the, in the race circuit. Um, but also B, you know, you really do have to drive it though and approach it as though you're heading out onto the circuit to get the most out of it. And do you have every track in Australia there or in the world or what kind of tracks do you have on the simulator? Yeah, at the end of the day, like I say to everyone, you know, at the end of the day, it's just a simulator. So we can, we can make and create whatever the hell we want, really. <laughs> so, yes, the list is endless. Um, so, yeah, we cover pretty much every circuit in Australia. Um, 
and, and New Zealand and drivers that um, do the Blanc Pound Asia races and F3 Asia. Um, so all that. And, you know, the list goes on and on and on. If you want me to tell you every circuit, get hold of. That's all right. So, uh, Ollie, you are the founder and the performance coach of you. <laughs> now I'm going to forget it. <laughs> You're on. That's, that's, that's the one. <laughs> <laughs> of performance um, based out of Sydney. Um, so tell us a little bit, um, obviously, your um, came about through your driver coaching, um, but how did you come to the studio that you have today or, or the location that you have today? Where is the location? And Yeah, so we're based within, yeah, <laughs> we're based within Sydney Motorsport Park. We're at Suite 8B, which is uh, towards the uh, front near the cafe, uh, of those of you that are familiar uh, of, of the park um, on top of the pits. It's a fantastic location, but yeah, it was winding a little bit. We were originally based um, just over the road on Peterbrook Drive, which is literally, as the crow flies, 500 metres away from where I am now. Um, but yeah, so we originally, um, like I touched upon at the end of this chat, was um, when I first came over here, I, you know, the simulator and the fitness and all those services that I was on whilst I was on the MSA Academy, um, in the UK was something I relied so heavily on and when I came over here the one thing I saw was yeah there was people doing the fitness there's yeah, people doing this there's people doing that but there's not one place that someone comes to and say right I want to be 100% prepared for this race I want to do you know a couple of hours a week on the simulator I want to have a five day training program blah blah you know can we do this? Can we do that? Can we do that? Uh, yeah, that's it. It's all one way from the one-stop shop kind of element comes in, and that's what uh, really came about um, when setting up your driver performance was um, the coaching um, that we could apply at the race circuit. We can apply on the simulator. Uh, we work closely with. When I talk about the fitness, we have the fitness provider Super Six Performance. Um, so they um, provide all the fitness for our drivers. Um, so their background, so his background, so he's Carl Jennings, who uh, is a recipient of the New South uh, is the New Zealand Bravery Award from the Queen, um, and he's been working. So his his background is uh, in the NFL. Uh, he's been twenty five over twenty five years. Worked with the Wallabies, um, All Blacks, Great Britain League, uh, and loads of NFL teams within uh, New South Wales. Um, however, he, he over the past three years now he, he's taken a great understanding and learning curve in applying fitness uh, to motorsport. You know, he knows what works for fitness, but it's taking the elements of what he knows and applying it into motorsport with my help and obviously all the drivers that we've had through the program. I really have got a strong program of the fitness um, side of things that not only covers, like I said at the beginning, not only covers just the fitness, but also the lifestyle. And we also call it a mental and emotional support as well. You know, really focusing on um, what the drivers um, of getting up to not just in the gym, not just in the simulator, but also preparing for the race, you know, the sleep, the food, the absolutely everything. You know, how are they tiring themselves out, working too hard, looking for sponsors, you know, doing this, going here, driving here, traveling, you know, people underestimate just how much traveling takes out of a driver. So really just um, taking it back to basics and the process that um, that we've put in place is what we call a map to success. So anyone in life um when they're traveling, um, need to get somewhere. Um, so we've called it the map to success because, you know, if you're going to go to the shops that you don't know where they are, you look at your maps. Um, <laughs> everyone knows how they're going to achieve success. 
So we really just lay it out in a format of where we study, sit down with the driver and consult with them. Not just, are you doing this, are you doing this, but just talk to them and have a nice chat. It's about a five-hour process, uh, if not sometimes longer with the driver, until we really come across, you know, what's the driver really doing well? What are their strengths? Um, and then what are their weaknesses? And every driver will have a lot of strengths and a lot of drivers will have weaknesses. And also, in particular, every driver will have a point of difference. Uh, and that's what really makes that driver um, stand out. Um, so then what we do is we, we you know, evaluate that and analyze that and have a really good chat about you know, what they do best and what we can, you know, what maybe they don't do as well. So we call that process strengthening the strengths and weaknessing, weakening the weaknesses. Um, so in that kind of text, we, we believe that we can't ever completely get rid of a weakness. Um, and if you spend time studying and focusing and trying to make that weakness into a strength, you never going to do that. What you may as well do is just leave that little weakness down there and really focus on what that driver's strengths are, points of difference. Build that into their training, build that into their simulator work, you know, build that into everything that they do in everyday life so that they're really good at that. And that time, you know, you look back at that little weakness, nothing is minuscule compared to what we've created with the strengths. Um, so that's the process we put in place there. Uh, look, that covers, you know, the simulator preparation, the fitness and their whole lifestyle. Um, you know, so that, that's a great process that we've got there. Fantastic. And is Super 6 based at um, Sydney Motorsport Park as well? No, so they were, they've just moved as well. So as I moved six months ago. They've actually just taken a, a bit of a transition as well. Uh, they were actually based, so from my old office to their old gym, uh, it was only actually 300 metres away. Um, but, you yeah, know, we're, we're based, uh, it's 10 minutes down the road. They're based in Blacktown International Sports Park. So they've got all the state of the art facilities now. So that's just, you know, made things even better as anyhow, because, you know, the facilities that they've got hold of um, over in the International Sports Park, which was built for the Olympics, the Olympians. So uh, if it's good for the athletes that were in the Olympics, I'm sure it's uh, good enough for our drivers as well. <laughs> sure it is. Now, Ali, if someone's looking to engage with a driver coach, what are some of the things um, that they should be looking for? What are some of the benefits of, like we spoke about the benefits of having a driver coach, but what should they be looking for within a driver coach? Some qualities. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, um, when, a when, a, when a driver, they've got to be, they would know what they want in a, in a certain aspect, but also at the same time, they don't, you know, if a driver's really struggling with a certain area, you know, and that's, you know, then they can come especially to the simulator and practice it and practice it over again with our help, with my expertise, looking at and analyzing the data real time, live telemetry, in time. Uh, so we can talk uh, to and fro and really work out if the driver's got an issue or where the issue's coming from or what it could be. <coughs> The only, uh, you know, even a driver, you know, uh, doesn't know the circuit, um, they can come give us a call. Um, I mean, you know, if anyone's listening, they've got any kind of things in the back of their minds that they're unsure about or, you know, any kind of questions, um, you know, just pick up the phone. That's the best thing I can say and just have a chat, you know, and that's when you really then start to realise what, the, what they, they want from me and what I need from them and that's when you really start to create the relationship. It's very difficult to say what should someone look for in a driver coach because it's, um, you know, it, it it's it's, preference. Yeah. 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 And how can people get in contact with you, Oli? What's the best way? Is it via social media platforms or do you have a number? Yeah, yeah, no, no, so yeah, I've got a telephone, I've got a telephone number. Um, 
You know, I, yeah, I've got Facebook. You always drive and performance well, and Facebook. That, and, yeah, all those social media links would be in the yeah, show. Yeah, 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 all the social media platforms, you know, Instagram, Facebook, um, everything like that, LinkedIn, I'm on LinkedIn, um, website as, as well. Uh, give me a call, give me an email. Um, yeah, I'm yeah, very easy to get hold of. I think that's the thing. It's for everyone. <laughs> yeah, and can people come casually? Uh, so, so we are actually just appointment only. Um, so we do just it is just appointment only um, bookings um, on the race weekends when there's a race event on. Obviously, within Sydney Motorsport Park, I'm here all the time, mingling around, networking, talking to people, shaking hands, doing doing the usual thing. But um, so I'm here. That, that's fine. People can wander in. Um, the doors are always open. But during the week, day to day, it is just appointment only. Yes, because you know you've got drivers. You know, I've got, for example, last year you got drivers flying in from Victoria or Queensland uh, for the simulator. So the last thing you want is someone flying in. Oh, sorry, mate, we can't, can't look after you today. You have to get on the plane back So, yeah, no, it's all appointment only. It works best that way. And how long do the appointments go for if someone wants to book in? Is it like an hour worth, two hours? Yeah, so, I mean, I, you know, obviously, again, <laughs> I'll be the biggest biased person. Yeah, come see me for the whole day. No. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, I, <laughs> I, I, I believe that the best kind of booking uh, to work with a driver is actually two hours. Um, I think any an hour you only really get two two sessions on the simulator in you know that's like two 15 minute sessions you only get really one time to look at the data and have a debrief and really go for everything and then but an hour goes very, very quickly. Uh, for those of you that are listening that have been on the simulator before, they'll all be agreeing with me. Um, and any point after the two hours, what you get then is you kind of do get a drop off of the driver, just mentally, because we cover so much ground in the simulator. You know, we can go 100 laps within two and a half hours, you know, with the debriefs and everything. But we can really power through it. So mentally, you know, the concentration levels and how, you know, how hard the driver's, you know, working in the simulator, you do notice a bit of a drop-off at that two, two-and-a-half-hour point. So when I do actually have a driver that flies in from interstate, what we do is it's, let's, we normally do like a four-hour session, but we'll do two hours. We'll then have an hour's break for lunch. We'll leave the office. We'll go get some lunch. We'll go to the cafe or they'll have bought lunch and be nicely prepared. And then, you know, we take the mind away from everything and then hit it again in the afternoon. That works really well as well. But... No more than two hours at one time. You know, drivers come for three hours. I actually then break it down to uh, one and a half hours and then have a 45-minute break, uh, have a bit of refreshments, and then hit it again for another 90 minutes. Um, any more than just doing you really do just get a drop-off um, in, in the driver's performance. It's very interesting, actually, when you're working with the drivers that are doing, you know, long stints, you know, from the Baffers 12 hour and you're preparing for that because uh, you really then do have to – do longer than two hours because you know they're just sense could be two hours plus sometimes so um then you really have to go into your knowing of the driver and really you know that's an area that we work really hard on because then it comes down to not only their mental performance but then the, you know make them as fit as possible we'll take them to the gym increase their fitness performance and make them you know study their nutrition and really help the hydration levels so that they can uh, stay on the simulator for as long as possible with having that cough you know, driving around a circuit like Bathurst, everyone knows how hard that is to drive around a couple of laps, never mind hours. <laughs> yeah, so like you're saying, pretty much it's just best just to give you a call and just to see what the person's requiring. Yeah, yeah. And then you're yeah, everyone, and then everyone's you're completely different. Yeah, yeah. what they require. Fantastic. Yeah. And have you been doing any racing yourself since you've been in Australia? That's, that's, that's a funny question, you know. So I've not, I've, you know, since I've not actually 
raced raced uh, for a while now, and uh, I think the phrase would be getting itchy feet. To be honest, especially there's a bit of that now. I think um, when I was focusing, you know, on building the business and growing that, and um, you know, moving the office there, to conversations with the ARDC, and all that was very exciting. But now I'm here. Now it's all good. You know, <laughs> I get to look outside that window, and that's the start finish line to Motorsport Park. So. Yeah. so Every day is, is a bit of a, uh, <laughs> a teaser, to say the least. So I think, yeah, in the future, there's definitely going to have to be something to, uh, to tee up, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, fantastic. And so, Olu, what's your favourite track in the world? Favourite track, yeah. That's a good question. I mean, <laughs> we're in Australia. Um, you know, I think, I think Australia's got some fantastic circuits, uh, to be honest. Um, you know, Bathurst, not only being Australia's hardest, probably the world, you know, that, that rivals a lot of circuits out there that, you know, takes it to them. Um, then you've got like Phillip Island over here, which is just, you know, so fast and flowing. And, um, you know, it's, you know, there's lots of circuits out there. I mean, you know, I think Suzuka's a great circuit uh, as well. I think that's fantastic. Um, you know, Silverstone, obviously, staying true to my roots. I think my favourite one in the world would probably have to go to Bathurst, to be fair. Um, but uh, I've never actually attacked it in a race car. Um, so, you know, circuits that I've attacked in a race car would have to be Silverstone or maybe Brantash, but yeah. Yeah. Well, when I do interview the UK people, that generally are the top two tracks over there. So, yeah, they just have at least to go there next year, I reckon. <laughs> I definitely recommend it. I will. And so, Ollie, do you have any um, last pieces of advice for anyone wanting to get started again with driver coaching or fitness or um, any final words? Of advice that I can always just arrive prepared, uh, arrive prepared and, and ready to learn. Um, I think the big thing is, you know, really uh, the biggest thing is to, to move forward with a driver is to, to arrive. Uh, in, in a state of mind where they're ready to give it their 100% um, and then really do take on board everything you can get. Because when I look back at my career, you know, there's sometimes points when I think, well, if I, if I now just spent, you know, listen to him a bit more, ask him a few more questions, you know, really, you know, you're here to, you know, if you, if you are, you know, inquiring about coaching, just ask the questions, you know, don't be afraid, um, you know, I'm a lovely guy, you know, I'm not going to bite your head off, I'm not going to say, you know, <laughs> You know, just ask the questions and, and see, you know, and get all the advice you can get from everyone. Uh, and then, you know, if, you know, you know, that's not to say that people's answers are going to vary. You know, you might ask the same question and get 10 different answers, but you, at least you then got all that data then to work out, well, you know, what's his perspective or where, where can I see where he's, you know, really then, you know, build your database of knowledge inside your head and it's only going to make you a better driver, you know. Oh, fantastic. I love finishing up um, today's interview with those pieces of advice. So thank you very thank you very much again, Ollie. Um, I really appreciate you being thank here. Thank you. Well, thanks everyone for listening to this week's show. I really hope you enjoyed that one as much as I did. Now, remember all the show notes with the links and the specials mentioned in today's show are available over at motivatetraining.com.au. If you haven't already, I'd really appreciate if you could head to iTunes or Stitcher type in motorsport coaching, subscribe and leave us a review. Each week I'll read them out and you'll go into monthly draw to win a fantastic prize. If you have any questions or comments, please email us at motivatetraining.com.au or head over to our Facebook page at Motivate to Tea. Until next time, take care.